0: Love Talk Radio.
1: everybody and welcome into the show. This is your girl, the Literary Diva of Blog Talk Radio. And welcome into a very special episode with a very, um, I would say very interesting author. Um uh, and I the reason why I, I say interesting is because um she's written a very interesting book that I happen to like. And I'm sure a lot of you that have read it or that will read it will like it as well. But first, shouts out to all of our live listeners as well as to the rest of you who will be playing back this broadcast. We certainly do appreciate you guys for hanging in there with us. And, and we always say this, we've been a part of DTR for such a long time. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with wrong with longevity, people, but... Um, Shouts out to BTR. Um, what a great, great, great network to be a part of and um we have stayed <laughs> for a long time while others have left. <laughs> so I guess you could say that we are veterans of the um of the network, but you know, that's a good thing. Um, but any, but again, uh, all of you that have Supported us, have listened in to the to the shows that have been on our show. Thank you guys so much for your support. We definitely do appreciate that. Now, and of course, we always tell you guys to drop by Amazon or wherever books are sold, so that you can get your hands on some much needed reading material. Um, we just we always like to stress this and just push this that reading is is very important. It's a part of everything that we all do out here and I mean all of us, no matter where we are in our lives, no matter how old we are, um, we have to keep we have to keep it up. We have to keep doing it and we have to encourage others too. So as well as right now because parents school is starting back, so please get your kids some great reading material, some great books. If you can't afford going to Amazon or going to or afford going to Barnes & Noble or wherever, go to some of the thrift shops. They have wonderful books there, too. You may find some books that you've read, like, years and years ago um, or while you were a kid that your kids might be interested in. So definitely do that. Um, and, of course, uh, we always want you guys to encourage encourage your kids Um to read each and every night, um that twenty to thirty minutes of reading time brings your child' focus comprehension, increase in vocabulary skills, and most of all it enables them to use their brains. It really enhances the the uh, thinking process um in your child the um you know uh, kids using their um imagination you know, because there's not a lot of that going on with the wave of technology that we have out here. I mean, I guess you can say, you know, we still have that, but technology is doing a lot of the thinking for us, which in some aspects isn't all that great. So we just encourage you parents out there to just um, encourage your kids to pick up a book so that they can use their brains, what they were born with. They weren't born with a computer in their head, people. So <laughs> they do have a brain. So definitely encourage that. Now, today's show is all about um, our featured guest. Her name is Sherelle Ott. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> um, she is. One of those authors that uh, I feel like um, um, has written a very interesting book, and we're going to have her on in like a few minutes here, but um, her book is titled Princess Janae and the Warrior Maidens of Quenu, the Cities of Tonga and Tangia." Um, and, uh, you guys, uh, she's going to come on here and tell you guys all about this book, but, you know, she's a very interesting person because, um, Sherelle loves, you know, all things fantasy, uh, Celestial and just, you know, she likes, she's a sci-fi Reader, You know, um, sci-fi fantasy stories, you know, she's loved it since she was a young girl, um, you know, and um, I say that because as an African American, and, and I'm not saying that a lot of <laughs> our black counterparts don't read sci-fi or that they don't write it. But um, in my own experience and just from hosting a literary show, I haven't really come across um, um, a lot of us um, that are writers of just this, excuse me, that are writers in the sci-fi genre. So I think she's interesting with the utmost respect and the utmost excitement because I always like to know, what is it truly like to write in that particular drama where there isn't really a whole lot of us? So without further ado, people, let's bring in our special guest, author of her new book. This is her debut book, people, (laughs) author Sherelle.
2: Hello, Hi, how, how are, are you?
1: you? I'm, I'm good. doing how good are you doing?
2: uh I'm just hanging in there <laughs> trying to keep my spirits up and going with everything that's been going on.
1: Oh, okay,
2: you know, um,
1: I hope you didn't uh hear or take what I said in a in a bad way, but a whole lot of us uh I just kinda of wanna to talk to you about this before we get into your book but a whole lot of us and it's all and it's you know it's only been my own experience that I haven't really come across a whole lot of us, you know, black girls that um that are writers in the sci fi genre. And I'm sure that there's a lot of us out there, but I haven't had a lot of girls or writers on my show just like that. What is it like to write in a genre where there may not be a whole lot of us.
2: Well, it's really it's really interesting. Like you said, I have been a sci-fi fantasy person since way young. I've always been attracted to, to that kind of stuff because I always, like, think, um, you know, I'm, I'm from out of space, you know. So I kind of have always yeah. loved that affinity to it. Um, I mean, my earliest dream I can remember is me standing outside in my grandmother's yard looking up at the stars and, and imagining the spaceship coming down to me and picking me up. So I've always been sci-fi, but yes, like you, I don't really see a lot of African-American females that mm-hmm. write science or that actually are really interested in a lot of science fiction. And, you know, one of the reasons why I kind of wrote this book was I want girls to realize they're not, they don't have to be to just whatever society says that, you know, you're female so you're supposed to love Barbie dolls and cooking and doing, you know, things like this. I want them to realize that, we have as much of imagination, we have as much as an ability as guys to go out and do anything that we want to do. So, yeah, oh, yeah. it's kind of interesting, you know, writing in this this particular uh, genre and getting other African Americans actually involved in it. Um, I've kind, like I said, I've written this book initially for my nieces, and they all love it. So they're they're. Um, excited about it, you know, um, you know, black girl and, you know, lead role and all characters are African American. So, it's been a really interesting process in getting this book written and out there.
1: Wow. I mean, when you really decided to sit down and take on this project, What were your first thoughts and how far does this project date back? Because I know with a whole lot of us and a lot of people that we've had on this show, they will tell us, well, I've been working on this since I was, you know, at this age or, you know, this project is maybe like five years old and now I'm just now publishing it. I mean, how long has it truly been in the works for you?
2: Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I started, the, the the thought process for this book actually came along um, when I was a travel nurse because I love animation. And so, you know, whenever I go anywhere, I actually have movies with me or I'll buy movies, and the majority of them are animation and they are action-adventure, science fiction-type things. So um, I was actually looking at my collection, and I'm sitting here looking at, you know all the female roles, and I wasn't seeing anything that appealed to um, my culture. Um, I didn't see mm-hmm. any African American females in any roles at all in, in a lot of the animation movies that were out at that particular time. Um, and I was like, you know, this is not good for girls of color. We are a um, a, a viable commodity that we're that's being truly overlooked and we're being yeah. grouped into a category that doesn't always necessarily um appeal to us or or doesn't represent us as they should. And so um I was I was thinking I was like, you know what? You know, my nieces are coming up and they need something to look up to that they can say, wow, I like her, I want to be like her, or, you know, I can I can do that. You know, so that's where I came, that's where that kind of formulated as to the story. Um, I started writing it, ooh, I'd have to say about 1997, I started writing the book. Um, and then I got in the middle of graduate school and put it down, and then I picked it back up when I got done. So I finally completed the book in two thousand and one. Oh, okay. So that was a long process. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. and, and and I actually um once I completed the book I um had actually um come across um some friends that actually uh drew and I got to talking with, with him and the and the illustrator in this book, his name is Alan Smiley and I actually got to talking with him, and we collaborated on the pictures. And so it was really interesting that process bringing to. Pen and paper, the images that I was seeing in my mind, so it made it uh, very exciting. So when I got done, I started, you know, wanting to go out because I I, I did my research and they were always saying the best way to get anything published was to go through an agent. So that's what I did, Mm -hmm. and I, like everybody says, oh my goodness, the amount of rejection letters that you get is very daunting.
1: (laughs) Yes, And, and I,
2: I got after I think after about the fourth or fifth round of rejection letters, I was like, I'm done. And so that's what I did. I shelved it until about three years ago. So from about yeah, so from about 2000 and I want to say 2003 to uh, 2011, 2011, 2012, I had shelved it. I was done. I I just I just got so discouraged. You know, people who I had let read it, they loved it, but I was like, are you saying it just because you like me and you know me, you don't want to hurt my feelings? (laughs) I really had lost that confidence. I really did. But, uh, you know, I picked it back up and I, you know, dusted it off, and I'm like, you know what, this is actually a really good time to actually put this out there because you're starting to see more um, people of color in action movies and in um, animation, whereas before you were you weren't. So I was like, oh, let's yes, try this again. Definitely. So I did, and so I again, I'm telling you, from 2011 2012 up until um, I decided to self-publish last June, um, I got rejection letters or I didn't get any responses whatsoever. So I was just, you really? Know, really? Yes, I'm serious. I was like, How okay, really I'm that? sorry <laughs> so, I started going looking at the process of doing self publishing. And even with doing self publishing, um, trying to get it out was Again, daunting because a lot of the self-publishing companies were asking for a lot, a lot of money up front
0: yes. to do it. And yes, I'm like, they okay,
2: um, that's not really going to help me too much right now. <laughs> so I kept I kept researching and I kept researching and um, someone pointed me to Amazon. So I'm yes. like, well, okay, I, I buy it from Amazon all the time. So I actually went through, looked at their um looked at their process, and um, I looked at it, and I'm like, okay, this sounds just a tad bit too good to be true. And, again, I could just uh-huh. kind of stop. I'm like, there's, there's got to be a cat somewhere here. So I kept researching, <laughs> researching, and I kept, and I'm like, okay, they're saying, okay. So it was the easiest process to get published that I had ever come across.
0: So yes, that's it what is. I
2: did. So in September, single version came out and then um let's see and then and, uh i want to say about 4 months later the the paperback version was available so it it took me quite a while to actually get yes. this one book out yes
1: but you know in today's times you know and i'm not saying that you shouldn't seek out getting an agent or talking to anyone at any of the publishing houses but In today's time, you know, if you want to publish anything that you want to publish, you can do it right now. It's so easy. Do it on your own dime. Do it on hardly anything now to where you don't have to pay a whole lot of money. And that's the beauty about how this industry has just expanded.
2: Oh, I agree. I agree. Like I said, when I first came across Amazon's creative space. I was like I was I was floored cuz I was really thinking there was going to be something on the back end um you know cuz how some people kind of sneak things in but Amazon was very straightforward in getting it published and you know they offered different areas uh, or different people to kind of help you if you needed to. Of course it was an additional fee but you know that still was your choice if you wanted to do it or not. So um Absolutely. but like I said they had this an easy process. So once I got it done, then, you know, for me, the next process was what, um, you know, I'm doing now is trying to get it marketed out there for people to see. And I really have to thank Book Marketing Services because they really have helped me along in this process because I really would not have known how to go about getting this done in any in other way.
1: How did you get connected to Book Marketing Services?
2: Again, it was one of those doing research and just online looking for bookmarking <laughs> services <laughs> and then just sending out, um, you know, queries about it and, you know, getting back. Yeah. I got back a, uh, quite a few um, bookmarking services kind of help, you know, gave me a, a lot more bang for my buck, you know, because they actually mm-hmm. helped, you know, get my author page set up. They got actually got me a Twitter page set up, got me a um, Goodreads, page and um, a Facebook page. So they actually really, really helped me quite a bit to get it out there, you know, in front of readers. So I I Mm -hmm. really, truly, both them to get it, you know, getting it done.
1: They are amazing. I have to say, I've been for a good while now and they are truly, they really go, I mean, they go the extra mile for their clients. I mean, They will make sure you're out there, make sure you're in, you know, out there on radio, blogs, and everywhere else because, you know, that's what it takes nowadays is to get your um, product out there and uh, market it to the masses.
2: That's true. It really is. It really is. Because, like I said, I didn't know how to go about doing it. And, uh, Della and Heather have been a godsend, and I know there are times I know Della wanted to pull her hair out with me, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> she kept prodding me, which is
2: excellent. I told her, I said, look, Della, you got to keep doing that because otherwise, because um, when I'm not writing, I'm a nurse practitioner, so m- my my other time is really hectic so it's like i'll get your email and i'll see the email but if i'm in the middle of seeing a patient it'll go out my head and so i was like you got to really keep this you know keep you know proud of me like sherelle did you get this and and i'll (laughs) I'll have to like stop and say yeah i got it okay (laughs) so she she has been really really great in this whole process and i adore her for that i truly do because i know it's not easy
1: No, no, and and you know when you're trying to make contacts with so many bloggers and so many radio hosts and mainstream radio and TV and and all these different type of avenues, it's a lot. It really is. It is. It is. So I commend them. It truly is now. Absolutely, and and they seem like they're well connected too. I mean, they will. Get you out there, put you on a tour, and you're with this person, that person, this person, that person and Definitely. that's what makes mm-hmm. it and that's what makes it so you know all of the that's what makes the hard work seem worth because when you get connected with like really good people and you know. They believe in you. They believe in your product. I mean, it really puts everything into perspective, and you're like, okay, this is the reason why I'm supposed to be doing this.
2: Yes, yes, and it was nice getting a feedback from them because they both read the book, and um, yeah, they didn't know me, so it was nice actually getting the feedback from someone who didn't know me, an honest feedback, mm-hmm. and I was that actually encouraged me even more. So I was like, okay, okay, this is good then. So they actually encouraged me when, you know, they read the book and said they really, really liked it. So I was, you know, it made me feel good that I was doing the right thing.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And
2: on my end, I am so
1: happy to see, you know, a brown girl in the sci-fi genre with a leading black character. I'm so happy to see that because I mean, and I'm not saying that that it doesn't exist. Not a lot of that going on out there. (laughs) No, it isn't. And
2: actually, you know, believe it or not, like I said, I actually am very much a sci-fi fantasy buff. And you really don't see it at all i really i mean if you see them in the action event they're more uh supporting roles they're not
0: mm-hmm. in any
2: of the lead or you know support or uh, you know supporting lead they are just more regulated to the background and i'm like you know we can do better than that um we're, we're we have the same capabilities as our white counterpart not to knock them down but we actually need to build ourselves up and we actually need to fight for ourselves because it's very hard being being female and african american
0: mm-hmm. um,
2: mm-hmm. we're actually, you know we're actually kind of like forgotten about you know, I do see a, I do see them a lot. You know, they we have a lot of African American shows out there, and I'm not knocking them. I'm just not a drama person.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I just don't Absolutely. really really
2: get to it. I want something. When uh, how 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 I do view my reading and my my watching of shows is I want something that's going to take me outside of my life. Um, I can yeah. deal with drama day all day and I do every day Uh all day in my job (laughs) I don't want to do that when I come home when I want to relax I want something that's going to take me out of my life into another world where I can lose myself and forget for two hours or three hours however long I'm reading or, or watching TV I can forget about what's going on with me right now and just immerse myself in a totally different world that has nothing to do with me and that's why I love science fiction so much. Absolutely.
1: Now, is Princess um, Janae based on any person or is she like a combination of just, um, you know, uh, people or um. she's just someone that just came to mind?
2: It's really funny because I don't know, and I'm quite sure other sci-fi people will understand, but um, the name Janae actually is the name of my oldest niece. So when I started writing this book, and um, I wanted her to... to have that affinity to 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 the stories, I I put her name in it because it originally it they were it was developed to be for her to read just specifically for her to read. So that's why I made her I mm-hmm. made the name the lead character. Um, but Janae herself, as I started writing, um, she evolved herself and started telling me who she was and started telling me. Um, what she was about and what she wanted to do. So she's not actually based on any one particular person per se, but she actually started telling me, okay, I'm this way, um yeah, I'm I'm a little naive to what the world is like, but I'm more than willing to be a go-getter and go out there and get it. Um uh one of the other things about her is that um she is she does have magical abilities which she has known and, and has accepted since childhood because she's had them since then but um she doesn't know everything about herself or at least she thinks she does, but she doesn't know everything <laughs> about herself. So she's evolving even with herself to know what she can and cannot do. Um and it just kind of makes it interesting for me because as I'm writing, I'll get, you know, ideas or, or uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll hear them, you know, saying something different than where I'm trying to go with the book. And so I'm being, you know, pulled in so many different directions with the characters, and it's kind of hard Um to kind of keep them reeled in, but it does happen. It you know once you get really involved in your characters, you kind of lose. Oh yes. Um, yourself and it's it's similar to role playing, you know, because when people get into being a org on those um, role playing games on TV, they kind of forget you know their normal human life. So it kind of oh yes gets, oh yes gets pulled into it, and that's what happens when you create these characters. You actually get pulled into their mind, into their life, and they actually take on, they really do take on a life, and they show you who they are. So it's kind of interesting when I try to explain that to people, they're like, what, I thought you created it. Yeah, I did, but she evolves herself. She creates herself, and she tells me who she is and how she's really going about these things. So when you meet Janae, you meet her in the very beginning. She's very naive about the world. Um mm-hmm. she really takes she takes her abilities for granted because she's always had them. So she doesn't um realize that everybody can't do what she can do. She doesn't realize just how special she is. So it's really interesting to see that, um, and to see her grow and you'll actually see Um, It happened more and more with each of the stories, but in the first book you actually get to see her, you get to see a a glimpse of what she's going to be like and how she interacts with people, and she's one of those people that's very rare even in our society where she takes people at face value. She just takes you as you come to her, and and if you come to her being nice and kind, she's just going to accept the fact that that's who you are, and she's not looking yes. at anything that might have happened to you in the past or, or anything until you show her something differently, and then she'll be like, oh, wow, okay, I didn't see that. <laughs> and, you know, she'll mm-hmm. be astonished. Like um, in one of the scenes when they're in the city of Tonga, um, and Sierra... Tells her, I I will follow you, you know, wherever you are from this point forward because she, because Janae did not um, did not come down on her for questioning her for something that you know she was afraid of. So Janae was like, well, no, she has a right, you know. Hey, this is her; she has a right to question anything. Nobody should just take anybody's. Uh, Um, advice and go blindly with it so when sierra saw that and she didn't you know get the 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 royal wrath brought down on her head for questioning um you know the princess you know it made her realize that this was a different person and i would be willing to lay my life down for her and so when she told Janae that she wanted to be um part of her guard for you know which meant that she would give up pretty much a personal life. You know, Janae was, she's only 12. She's like, wow, really? You know, I didn't really expect <laughs> this to happen soon. You know, but she was really surprised, but she's like, oh, okay, that, that's what you want. <laughs> you know, so she's really she's really straightforward in how she sees and deals with things, and I love that.
1: It's awesome because when, when young girls pick this up, they can – just about see themselves in that
2: character. Yes, definitely.
1: I yes. can just about see themselves in that character because girls that are around that age, they go, they, they. You're like spot on. They go through that.
2: Yes, they do. You, you, they have that 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 look on life that we don't that as we get older we kind of lose, but um. You know, a lot of girls nowadays don't want people to realize that that's really how they are, so they take on a different persona, and it kind of does warp them. But I want them to realize, be a child, enjoy yourself. You know, you're going to get life lessons and accept them as they come along. They're not going to be easy, no, but enjoy being a child. You know, we everybody, um, a lot of kids today want to grow up quickly, and I'm like,
1: way too fast, enjoy yourself. way fast.
2: Yes, enjoy yourself. Have fun. Go out. You know, play. Do things that you're supposed to do. Yes,
1: oh.
2: is a princess, and yes, she has responsibilities. And yes, in real life, you have responsibilities that you have to do. But that does not negate that you cannot be who you who you, be yourself.
1: Absolutely. What has been the feedback from from the readers and from your friends and family?
2: Well, everybody loves um, that I have talked to um, and who have read it. I, I get great feedback. They love the characters. Um, even because um, I my, I have a mixture of friends of all races. And, you know, even yeah. though it's African-American based, they actually, you know, they love it. They can see themselves. They don't look at it as this is just an African-American story, but it's just a story about girls and that they just happen to all be of color. You know, so that's what I wanted to happen. I wanted people to read it. I wanted them to be able to identify with the characters in the book. Yes. Um yes. not and see beyond their color, but I wanted it to be that it can be shown that people of all colors can be whatever it is they want to be, whether it is a princess or um a lawyer or a doctor, um, a warden, you know anything? They can be yeah. thing, you know. And it's just kind of hard because you know girls really don't have a lot of that. I mean, a lot of the action, Ameri- a lot of the action um, adventure movies that are out there are all guy based. Oh yes, um,
1: oh yes, so it's yes. really interesting. Yes, they are. Actually,
2: and actually, I actually had one of my friends' husband. Um, Tell me, so where's the guys in this one? I want, I want some boys in here. <laughs> I was like, no, really? <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't even thinking about that. He said, but there's no, there, I said, but guys have things to look up to. He said, but not for black guys, not for black men. And I'm like, you know, I didn't think about that. I said because yeah. I'm looking at it from my point of view. There's nothing out there for girls and even the dolls that are shown on TV are all Caucasian. I mean, I love mm-hmm. I love Disney, do not get me wrong. I am a Disney fan, like you wouldn't believe. Um, but even Disney doesn't have a lot of African American characters. So, I was really, you know, astounded when the, you know, The Frog Prince came out, I was like, oh, my God, really? What? Oh, yes. But, you know, <laughs> even, but even still, the, the, the role they put her in, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. She's mm-hmm. regulated to being a waitress? Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. We can be so mm-hmm. much more than a waitress, honestly. And, of course, you know, she's waiting on someone to – well, actually, she wasn't, and that was one of the good things about her. She really wasn't waiting on someone to help – lift her up she was working two and three jobs to get it but it still was like she can be so much better why why did she have to have just the waitress jobs working two jobs and of course you know um her mother was across the seems well and working for the big wig and you know ma- making dresses for her daughter and you know, but I was like, "Wow." I mean, even in this day and age, we're you know we're, we're we got a lead road but we got a lead road and we're a waitress. I'm like, couldn't we mm-hmm. couldn't, couldn't they done better? I'm I was like, you know, but I was like, but I was thankful because there is that there is that African American in a lead role, but you know, like he said, like my my best friend said, um, where was the black guy in that? I was like, that's true. There wasn't a black guy in there. It was you know, the guy the Prince the Prince was was a ca- Caucasian. They made his skin color which I thought was funny, they made his skin color you know, a nice little honey brown but not too brown. <laughs> but yeah. when you got to see his parents, you saw how Caucasian the parents was and I'm like, Okay, you just lost
1: points there, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> but I love oh, Disney, yeah. don't get me
1: wrong. Oh yeah,
2: oh yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, here we yeah, go. Yeah. i <laughs> like, okay. I was like, okay. So, so I saw his point of view, and I'm like, okay. I said, my books are still going to be for girls. I said, but you know, I, 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 I I'm, I'm when he when that happened, and he started saying something about it. And I'm like, so I have this little germ seed growing right now in my mind about a, a, a male character. So I just haven't oh, figured wow. out. I just haven't figured out where he's going to come into play, and and he's telling me who he is, which is interesting. But um, I just haven't figured out where he's going to come into play yet because he's told me that he is Janae's betrothed, and I'm like, really? Since when has oh. this job been betrothed? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Today's the all right. You know, so he's actually like I say, these characters actually tell me who they are and what they are and what they can do. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, all right, I understand this is where we are, but now I just gotta figure out how I can introduce him into the book because like I said, the book mainly is for girls and I don't want yeah. to uh shortchange guys in um, in writing writing him into the book, but I want to make sure that I give him as much due credit as I can give Janae. So, but I don't want it to be, and I don't want it to actually venture too far away from the story of these books. Period, because I do want them to be yeah. for girls. Um, they can be for guys as well, because believe it or not, the, the experiences that girls go through. Guys go through them too. They just don't want to tell you. they Oh, absolutely, go through them. absolutely, they sure do. Yes, yes. They, do. they just don't want to tell you that they're going through the same thing. So it would be actually, you know, because I had someone, you know, when they said that, I'm like, well, guys are going to go through the same things that girls go through. This is just, mm-hmm. you know, they can see themselves without without being judged. You know, because right. it's, it's in the format, it's in a it's in a female format, but they can say, Oh wow, you know, my friend did that to me too and I'm like, you know, so it it can help them as well. So that's why I say it's it's good for you know, for guys just as much as it'll be for the for the for the female counterpart. So Absolutely. it's gonna be, it's so gonna do be you, interesting. Do
1: you have any uh, book signings um that are coming up in your area or um any more online interviews that are coming up?
2: Um I have I have more um blog blog site tours cuz this is um just about a quarter of the way through my 2 week tour that I'm on so I will be on different sites um but I don't have any um local book signings um signed up as of yet so like I said I'm just really getting started in the marketing part of this so I'm just trying to feel my way around. It's kind of interesting because around here where I live, a lot of the book um bookstores have closed, which is interesting. So to, you know, to go to bookstores um we have to travel, you know, about an hour away to get to a bookstore. So I really? haven't seen, Yeah, we we used to have um um I live in Delaware. And so the I live about twenty minutes from Dover, which is the capital of Delaware, and we used to have oh, yes. quite a few bookstores. We used to have quite a few bookstores, but no, they're all gone, closed up. Excuse me, closed up. So the nearest one is up in um, Christiana, and the other one okay. is in Salisbury, Maryland. So it's a it's a tra- it's a big travel to kind of do, and uh, a lot. And it I is. do notice that, um, like the. Uh, Barnes and Noble, they don't really like doing I don't I don't really see too many book signings in their stores at all. So, mm-hmm. um it's kinda hard to, to get in as a new author, especially when the book really is just online um I haven't seen in in any of the stores and I'm trying to get people to go to the stores and ask them for it so they'll be like, "Well, we don't have that book, but we can see if we can find it." So I'm trying to get people to go yes. into the local bookstores and ask for the book so it can, it can be on the shelves.
1: Have you thought about maybe uh having a book signing on the base?
2: Um No, I I haven't. Only because I've really, I'm not on. I'm not a military person, so that's never been really in my.
1: They do hold book signings for um, authors. Just whether you're new, just whether you're seasoned, they hold book signings for a wide range of um, authors. Period. Hmm, I have to look into that but thank you Yes yes they do Yes they do because you know That's the thing about it the uh, military Families is so diverse Across the board And with you coming In and you have a book that's Geared toward like A young age group You know it's a book for all Girls not just um, brown Girls but all girls you know And uh, That could be the perfect place to, you know, do a great book signing.
2: That's not a bad idea. Like I said, I, I yeah. because I'm not military, and I know the base here, but it just really Yeah. never really in my field. All you I'll have, you to, have look- to do
1: is call the um that's the Air Force base, right? Is that Dover Air Force yeah, Base? Yeah, that's
2: the Air Force Base.
1: Okay, all you would have to do would be to call the um call I believe that that's what ACs that's up there. Uh, uh-huh. You would have to call the ACs manager and inquire with her or him about having a book signing there and what they will do is if um um, if they do, um, and you would want to do it, they will walk you through it, give you all the information in that you need, and give you a day pass to come on the
2: base. Hmm. That actually does sound really interesting. I'll have to look. At that. <laughs> I really will, because like yes. I said, it's it's just um, it is a great big avenue because there are a lot of different people there. They come and they go. You got people who are just in yes. there, temporarily, and then you've got those who are there, you know, stationed there for. For ten years, so that'd be yeah, and fam, of course, uh, in a lot of the families, the air based families, yes, that would be neat. Absolutely,
1: and then people could, you know, buy them for their nieces, for their friends' kids, you know, um, gifts for uh, for some birthday gifts, for Christmas gifts, you know, and you know that's just a great way just to touch base with um, some um, a potential readers for your book yes. and then too if the moms are part of the PTA they would just pass it right pass it on to the other moms. So that's always a um a really good avenue. But um I definitely would like to thank you for spending part of your day with us here and talking about your book. I enjoyed it. Um I know um I passed it along to some other people and they have enjoyed it As well, so congratulations to you for publishing it, and uh, we definitely invite you back. Definitely, thank you.
2: I would enjoy coming back and talking with you and your and your your fan base because it's been actually a very enjoyable experience.
1: Oh, thank you. Me too. You know, I I I just love it when, especially when you're like a first-time author. I mean, it's just the excitement that people have in their voice. And as soon as you popped on, I could just hear the excitement in your voice. I was like, yes, she is <laughs> really excited about
0: it. <laughs> I love yes. that. Yes. Really,
1: <laughs> I really, 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 really love that. And once again, congratulations to you. And definitely, if we can schedule you for another chat, we would love to do that. So definitely um that would be great. That
2: would be great. And especially as I finish up the second book and get ready to get it out, that'll be even better.
1: Absolutely. Well thank you so much and uh definitely we welcome you back anytime and you have a good rest of your afternoon.
2: Thank you, and you too.
1: Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. All
2: right everybody.
1: That was Sherelle Ott from Delaware. Talking about her book, Princess Jenae and the Warrior Maidens of Quenu, the Cities of Tonga, and Tanjia, everybody go out and get this book. Support her. She is a first-time author. Look, I'm just saying, I read the book. I know a lot of, there are some other folks that I know that have read it also. It is a very special read, and it's a special read For all girls, but it's a special read for the brown girls. Yes, 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 for the brown girls. I have to keep saying that. Yes, yes, yes. So I was so excited when I got the email for her to come on this broadcast to talk about that because it is much needed and we do need more. Brown girls in those leading roles. Come on, everybody. Write something. Write something. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But at the same time, congratulations to author um, Sherelle Ott. And uh, when she finishes that second book, we would love to have her back on. And shouts out to Della and Heather at Book Marketing Services. You guys are awesome. You're wonderful. You're fierce, ladies, in the marketing world doing it big for a lot of people that are really, really, really wanting to get their books out there, really, really wanting just to have their books read and have their uh, messages out there. Thank you so much, ladies, so, so much. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, I've been connected with them for such a long time, and um, they're always such a joy just to work with and just to talk to. So thank you guys so much. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is your girl, the Literary Diva of Blog Talk Radio. This has been another fun, exciting author episode with the one and only author, Cheryl excuse me, Cheryl Ott, and her book, once again, Princess Janae and the Warrior Maidens of Quenu, the Cities of Tonga and Tonga. It's available on Amazon right now, or wherever books are sold. So go to your nearest Barnes and Noble, uh, books to million and ask about it, and they can order it for you. So thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in. Join us next time as we bring you another fantastic author interview in the near future, or maybe some political stuff too. <laughs> thank you so much, and God bless you guys.